ESPN 97.7 and 100.1. Watch live on QSportsTalk.com. All across CNY, it's the 315 with Brian Higgins. And uh, here we are rolling along on the 315 today. We've talked a lot about the Orange uh, basketball win last night. Updated you on the Orange football roster with Mike McAllister. Start of the day with the DeMar Hamlin update, which is, uh, there's not a lot to it right now, but it is, I still don't know if promising is the right word, but it has been as positive as it could be over the last, I don't know, 36 hours, considering the wide and potentially tragic breadth of the whole situation. But we still have no idea where uh, things are trending or really going at this point, which uh, lets you think about a lot of things and sends you off in a a lot of uh, different potential directions here of what's actually uh, going to happen here uh, this week. I believe we're good to go with our, our friend Andrew Siciliano. Uh, here on the phone. Andrew, uh, welcome in. I do appreciate you making the time here because I, I'd imagine your last uh, 40 hours or so has been uh, kind of wacky over at the NFL Network. Uh, what, what has this been like for you guys from a, you know, a coverage perspective from basically the second this all happened on Monday night? Uh, I mean, uh, you, you're just open to Mar Hamlin's okay. I mean, that, that's, that's the only thing you could say. It's... Uh, Listen, my, my job does not compare to that of the EMTs at the stadium on Monday, nor the doctors um, at UC Medical Center in Cincinnati right now. The most important thing is is hoping and praying that this young man who's 24 years old who has a birthday coming up in March um, can can recover and, and somehow lead a normal life. So uh, it, it's, to answer your question, it's hard to, to do a show. We are constantly hoping for more good news. Um, and there just isn't a lot of news, period, good or otherwise. Although it was, it was certainly encouraging to hear um, the update from the Bills earlier today. You know, I, I said this uh, yesterday, and, you know, not, not that you want this to happen to anybody anywhere, but I'd say, like, if whatever happened to DeMar happened, like, of the list of places you want it to happen, it, the, the middle of an NFL stadium is probably short list behind, like, in an emergency room, right, as far as medical personnel there. And, you know, obviously what, you know, the Bills and the Bengals and the doctors and all their people were able to do for him on Monday night. Yeah, listen, um, if his heart... Time of, of guys playing basketball in the park, and, and they have heart failure. Yeah, uh, it's going to take it's going to take fifteen twenty minutes for an ambulance to get there, and those those are vital fifteen to twenty minutes. Um, you know, NFL stadiums are equipped for this. Um, they've rehearsed this. They have a level one trauma center. Um, they have the route mapped out. And um, whether it's Zach Taylor, Zach Taylor, I think, you know, made the point today of you know, the, the fact that we're even here to say there could possibly be encouraging news is a testament to the men and women who are there ready to help Tamar Hamlin on Monday night. Yeah, it was just, you know, it's a stunning. It, it all unfolds literally live on national television. It, it was just it, literally I was caught standing up in the living room and I don't know how long it took to even sit down when that was going on on uh, Monday, but Andrew Siciliano, NFL Network, is our guest. And, you know, it, here's the tough part about it, it going forward because uh, obviously the, the health of DeMar is the main thing. And you know this. I mean, you, you're talking NFL every day of the year. 
that uh, the NFL is a, an oil tanker. It's got 8 million things going on at the same time. Uh, what are the logistics like for the league? Because th- there's a lot going on with do you postpone this? Do you make up that? Do you push a week back? Do you do this? What, what is your sense of you know how all that is being handled right now? It's very much a work in progress. And Jeff Miller and Troy Vincent, you know, two EVPs of the league, both made it clear today in a conference call that I could not be on, uh, Brian, because I was on the air, yep. that um, they're still trying to figure it out. And uh, look, the games as scheduled right now, week 18, are moving forward. Could that change in the next 24 to 48 hours? Perhaps. I, I don't know how likely or unlikely that is, considering the fact that it's already 3.30 in the East on Wednesday. Um, you know, the, the, the question that I think everyone wants to ask is, you know, what happens as trite as this sounds with the standings, taking into consideration that the number one thing on everyone's mind and the most important thing by far is Demar Hamlin's health. But that game was significant Monday night, and if you declare it a no contest and, and you say that we simply can't play it again, which is understandable if you do, then what happens? Do the Chiefs move in? The Chiefs are currently in first, but that was because they, the Bills and Bengals hadn't played. Do the Chiefs then clinch the number one overall seed on Monday night at home field, or I'm sorry, Saturday, if they beat the Raiders? What does that do for the AFC North? Because you could have a scenario. You're going strictly on winning percentage here. That The, the Bengals would win the AFC North. Well, if they lose to the Ravens, the Ravens will have swept them. But the Bengals will still have the better winning percentage. So you're going to give the Bengals the AFC North, even though they might be swept by the Bengals. Um, It was made clear today that there is no perfect, equitable answer. And I have yet to find one, save for pushing everything back a week. And I, I don't know that that's going to happen, but I certainly know that it is something being considered. Yeah, I'll say this. Like the one, I'd say the only thing I am almost 100% certain of on the NFL calendar is you, you, you can't move the Super Bowl. Like there's so much that goes into the Super Bowl. Like that has to be played on that day. Otherwise, like literally uh, the plans of an entire city that have been planned on for five years are thrown out the window. So you do have the weak wiggle room to play with where the Pro Bowl. Well, it, it, it was moved. The only time it was moved after 9-11. Right. Um, everything was pushed back a week, and that's the only precedent. Um, and it was in New Orleans. It was obviously, you know, the iconic Tom Brady, Adam Vettichieri beating Marshall Falk, Kurt Warner, and the and the Rams Super Bowl. Um, but it did get moved back a week. It was a logistical mess. But obviously, we were living in different times then. And in the moment, moving back the Super Bowl after a terrorist attack seemed um, seemed like a, a minor consideration, all things considered. Yeah, I mean, we look back at it. We, we've talked about it this week. Literally, nine eleven is essentially the only thing that has stopped the NFL from you know playing a, a week of games. We we went through COVID a few years ago, and you know when we got to the end of the season, like those games all got played. They didn't all get played on the right day, but they all ended up uh, getting getting played. What we had Wednesday afternoon games, but they all got played at some point. Like, could I guess it is possible, right? That there is more than zero chance, right? That the whole NFL will get postponed this week. Because of one guy, which would be amazing and, and unprecedented. Yeah, I, look, I, I would say that any and everything is on the table. That idea would include, um, you know, 
pushing back, if not just wiping out what, what we now call the Pro Bowl games. Um, Vegas has already lost a Pro Bowl because of COVID, so this would be the second time in three years that Vegas would lose a Pro Bowl um, due to COVID. I, I just don't know that that's going to happen, um, but they're going to try to figure it out one way or the other. And and the games now are are moving forward. The, the other thing too is, I mean, let's talk about the human aspect here. The scheduling aside, is I think Mike McCarthy said it well today. As every coach and every team finds the uh, tries to find the right tone, the right balance here, then that you know nobody's fine, right. right? I mean, everyone experienced Monday differently. Everyone has their own thing going on, and there's no wrong answer for player emotions, staff emotions, anyone's emotions about compartmentalizing, about dealing with the trauma, about moving forward. So the goal, first and foremost, and Roger Goodell sent a memo to everyone yesterday saying, as always, a friendly reminder, there are mental health professionals at everyone's disposal here. And, you know, don't don't feel afraid. This is me talking here to be vulnerable, to to share, to let it all out. And there's no wrong emotion here. Nobody can can possibly have a wrong emotion after seeing what we saw on Monday night. And, you know, obviously the Bills and the Bengals players, I mean, literally were feet. I mean, some of them were right, literally right there when this is going on or are getting there and on the scene. So it's hitting them even differently uh, here this week, so it just who knows how you could handle it. Like it's got to be crazy. We've not really heard from a, a lot of people in the league yet, but uh, we're going to probably start to hear more from people tomorrow and uh, throughout the week. That like play, regardless if you were there, right? Playing a football game this week is going to be tough for a lot of these guys. I think you know Ryan Clark said it on Twitter, and and my colleague Brian Baldinger said it on the air with me yesterday as well. The next snap of football is is going to be difficult. Mm-hmm. It's going to be awkward. Um, it will take time. It, it's, it's also also a week in which we have games on Saturday yeah. here. So the, the normal amount of time is not the normal amount of time. Um, whether or not 24 hours would have made a difference in the grand scheme of things, who knows, but we have two games on Saturday and then a full schedule on Sunday. Um, you know, it, it's... I thought Kurt Warner made a really good point today as well, too. Is like you know, I, I don't know how I would feel getting back on field. I said, Kurt, how would you lead? He's like, you know, big big thing for Kurt for any quarterback is, is leading. Like, how, what would you say? Like, I, I I have no idea. Like, it, it's you know, it, don't know how you would move forward. And and I, I think. If you listen to what Zach Taylor said today about Sean McDermott, in which he said there's no way I should be coaching a football game right now and he wanted to go to the hospital, I think that's an example of um, one of the great leaders, and the Bills are lucky to have him. Yeah, I think we saw both coaches and, you know, the referees and everyone that was there, you know, talking to each other Monday down into the field. Like, they they clearly had a grasp, uh, at least to, to the best one could, of what was going on and what was important in the moment and, you know, led the way and. In carrying that out on Monday night, which was huge. Uh, Andrew Siciliano, NFL Network, is our guest. And, you know, this is not a thing that lots of positive stories come out of, but uh, the main one that that has really shined a bright light on, and this is a lot of NFL fans and owners and players and, you know, people that are probably just vaguely aware of the situation. But this GoFundMe that was set up by DeMar Hamlin when he was a senior in college, 
to raise money for toys for kids in like the Pittsburgh area. It's just now passed six point five million dollars in less than forty eight hours. I don't know about you, Andrew. I can't think of a charitable thing in this short of amount of time that has really ever quite done something like this. Yeah, I mean, it, it's truly amazing, and, and Bills fans have been legendary over the years. You remember when Andy Dalton got yeah. the Bills into the playoffs with that last-second touchdown to Tyler Boyd, and, and they had and all, all the Bills fans donated to the Dalton Andy Dalton charity. Um, it, it's heartwarming to see everyone give back like this, um, the, see the teams give back like this. And I, I, I also think it helps shed a light, um, you know, on the person here we're talking about. I mean, mm-hmm. DeMar Hamlin was a late-round safety who was a heck of a high school football player who chose to stay at home to be close to his family and, and, and go to Pitt. He could have gone anywhere, truly anywhere. He had scholarships from basically every major program in America. Um, but I, I think, and Good Morning Football has done a great job with this. Kyle Bryant, Peter Schrager, Jamie, and, and Jason, they've done a great job um, trying to tell people that you know there's a person here behind the name. And, and I think when you see that charity, um, and you see the kind of young man we are talking about, um, you know, I think people have, have opened up their hearts here, which, which is, you know, it, it, it's heartening. I was talking to someone in our newsroom today. Um, I mean, you know, his, his father-in-law lives in Japan, um, doesn't speak a lot of English, barely knows football and what his son-in-law does in the United States, but texted last night to say, I heard about this football player. Do you know about this? You know, it, it's an international story. The New York Post called him, um, what, America's son or something like that on the yeah. back page today. Um, so uh, he's a good kid. We got to know him a little bit of the Senior Bowl a couple of years ago in Mobile. Um, you know, your heart's sick. And any bit of good news is is something hopefully we could we could grasp onto. Um as we all think about his family, too, that, that's the one thing. You know, Kurt was also saying on the air with me earlier today, like his wife, Brenda, was telling him, like, you know, the thing with me, she said, is that whenever you got her, like, all, all I cared about is, can I see you? Can I see that you're okay? Mm-hmm. And imagine being his family there, his mom, Nina, his dad, Mario, in the stands. They were there, and, and you couldn't see what's going on. We never got that thumbs up. And I think collectively, whether it's Monday night or, or as a league, we're all just kind of waiting for that thumbs up, you know? Like, he's going to be okay. We don't know that yet. You know, I, 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 I want to have a doctor. I want to have a doctor standing in front of the hospital talking to a bunch of microphones saying he's going to be okay. Right. Hopefully we get that soon. You know, that's all I want. Yeah, I'd say the, the one thing we have not heard at this point is any – medical person like actually on the record that's actually been involved in, in his care at this point we've but, heard a, a lot of knowledgeable people improving. Yeah. yeah i mean that that's that's something something to hold on to yeah so uh yeah that we'll see and uh, this is one this is not like a, a a knee or even like a neck or a spinal injury where you know you're gonna have a good idea yes or no right away it's a whole it's a whole different ball of wax that we've never really been involved with uh, before. Well, Andrew, this is not not at all what I planned on talking to you about earlier this week, but, uh, man, the world has uh, certainly changed here in, in the last 48 hours. So uh, appreciate the time, and uh, I'm certain uh, the next time we'll we'll talk a little football. Not, not the time for it, but uh, th- thanks so much today.
Absolutely. And a big win for the Orange last night. Go team. Absolutely. It was. All right. Uh, Andrew Siciliano of NFL Network. Who's, he's uh, finally out of the studio. He's been kind of, uh, I think, chained to the desk in there the last few days because this has been uh, that important that those uh, guys need to be going on this uh, 24-7 because uh, it, it's the story in football right now. It's the story in the NFL. And uh, frankly, it is the story in sports. Uh, right now, uh, the health and uh, hopeful future well-being of Jamar Hamlin, the young safety, formerly the Pitt Panthers, and now of the Buffalo Bills. With that final break today, final wrap when we come back after this, it's QSportsTalk.com and ESPN Radio.